This is the Pro-AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. Welcome to MarketScale Pro-AV. I'm your host, Chris Reeves. Today, we're joined by Rob Fellman, Director of National Service at Kiefer Starlight. He's joining us today to talk about the maintenance and service division at Kiefer Starlight, as well as how the sign industry has changed since he joined. Rob, thanks for joining me today. So you've been with Kiefer Starlight for over 15 years. So what initially drew you to joining the team? It was it was just an opportunity. Um, I be, Before I started with Kiefer, I was working for a telecom company uh, that did uh, maintenance on phone systems, like in, in, internal phone systems for retail customers and POS systems. Uh, and then... I got an opportunity to move into uh, signs. It's just down the street from where I was currently working. And I took, I came here, had an interview, and it seemed very interesting, very different from what I was doing. Um, less technical, but it's the same kind of customers, same same kinds of things, installations, repairs, stuff, stuff of that nature. Um, so it seemed like it was in my wheelhouse. So I, I took a leap. I actually took like a giant pay cut to come here um, because I wanted a place that I could, that had room for growth and uh, things of that nature. And, and it, it was exactly what I hoped it would be. Um, the sign industry itself and Kiefer uh, was exa- is exactly what I was looking for at the time. Uh, a lot of room for growth, uh, a, lot to, a lot of new learning, new opportunities, completely different field than I, than I was in as, as far as what we were doing, as far as the company. Um, and then, you know, I fall, you fall in love with science. And I think anybody that worked in the, works in the sign field is, is a lifer for the, for the most part. Okay. So can you tell me more about what the services division offers? Sure. Um, I think the surprising thing that you'd find is that we don't just fix signs. I mean, it says service, service and maintenance, um, and we're a sign company, but we do more than just signs. So we do a lot of uh, building lighting, um, parking lot lighting. We do we can repair s- that kind of stuff for customers that don't even have signs. Um, but most of what we do, because we're a sign company, is is sign repairs, um, mostly retail and hospitality. So we we we're trying to jump into new fields with with he- healthcare um, and. Uh, daycare centers and things that aren't your normal retail type of customers, um, things that we normally weren't, weren't or we weren't doing before, and we're trying to get it break into those areas now. Um, so there's a lot more opportunities in, in, in some of these other fields and some of these other customers. Um, but mostly it's it's uh, building signs, um, parking lot lights, pylon signs, ground signs. Um, we do ha- have been doing a lot of uh, uh, new technology stuff such as digital reader boards, LED displays, things of that nature. So there's a, a lot of uh, push into that territory as well. Uh, so we, we got a lot of text, you know, coming up to speed on doing a lot of the LED reader board uh, troubleshooting and tech support. So tell me some about the benefits a company can see from the Kiefer Starlight Services Division. So instead of you calling your facilities department as a customer, calling your facilities department, and having to talk to somebody and then they pass a ticket on to, you know, a middle management company and then they pass a ticket on to us. Um, we do offer the ability for a customer to reach directly out to us. And we do have a, a few customers 
that uh, contacts us directly. So either the store calls us directly for a service ticket or they go straight from facilities to us, uh, either through like an ERP system or an order management system. Um, so we can do a lot of stuff turnkey and eliminate a lot of middle management uh, functions and cost that are associated with those, those types of companies. Um, we, we have a, uh, the other thing that we offer that, that is, I think is a benefit for Kiefer Starlight um, or Kiefer Starlight's customers is that we um, have a, a bevy of experience. I mean, we, we, I've been doing this for 15 years. We have um, estimators and designers that have been doing it for 20, uh, 20 plus. Some, some people have been here for 30 years. So there's a ton of experience in the building. So when we um, need tech support, we have that support behind us uh, versus some of these uh, middle management or facilities types type of companies. They don't necessarily know signs that well. And I'm not saying that it's every company, but there, there are companies out there that probably don't know signs as well as a sign company like us or have the experience that we have in the building. Um, tech support alone, just in the department, uh, the, the tenure of the people that work in service directly, they, they have, there's a ton of experience there. We have almost 20 years of experience within the department itself. So there, there's a, a lot of, of experience. And as, as far as uh, the, te the technical knowledge of signs and being able to fix them and work with the field people to, to get things resolved in a faster manner and, be, and have them done correctly and quickly um, the first time. So can you tell me about the reasoning why maintenance would be a separate division from the rest of the company? There's a couple different reasons. Uh, fin financially, um, you'd want to be able to have a separate cost center from the, the rest of the company because we don't have to, we don't have the support of, or don't need the support of manufacturing as much as the install department. So you'd like to have your costs broken out a little bit so you, you can recognize revenues and margins a little bit different. Um, but I think the most important thing about ha having it as a separate division is having a different offering for your customers um, to, and to be able to offer to customers that are outside of your uh, current uh, new manufacturing install customers, um, as well as, as just it, when you look at the company, when you look at Kiefer Starlight, it's what can they offer you as, as a complete package? So you, you see that we, we do new installs and manufacturing, but we also have service and maintenance as a, as a separate entity as well. So um, just being able to have that out there is, I think, is a benefit to us. So let's talk some big picture stuff. I was wondering if we could talk some about how the industry has changed during your time at Kiefer Starlight. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I, when I first started, it was it was neon um, almost exclusively. Uh, so the industry has has made um, a a lot of uh, leaps and changes from from there. I mean, using incandescent bulbs to to do chasing signs. And I mean, we had we had LED reader boards, or they weren't even LED reader boards, but we had like time time and temp boards that were incandescent bulbs when I first started. So the technology in itself, from neon to LED lighting, um, from the incandescent time and temp boards to full color HD displays that you can have um, as far as reader boards now, um, it's 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 been a huge change in the industry. Um, just over the last uh, 12, 15 years that I've been here. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. 
So some of the things that have changed in the industry uh, that we've seen on the maintenance side has been a push into um, higher technology, uh, such as the GPS, GPS location and um, having uh, our sign vendors or our sign installers with, uh, available with, with uh, smartphones, smartphones and smart technology using um, iPads and, and, and smart tablets in the field, um, being able to upload photos and manager sign-offs and, um, and your pricing directly from the field so you can get either get approvals on site or uh, make a determination based on photos of what needs to be what needs to be uh, done to complete service calls and complete repairs um, as far as like replacement signs and, and such. Um, but a lot of a lot of our customers have been pushing to uh, digital logins and logouts based on GPS location. So, um, we're seeing a lot of, of companies kind of move that direction as far as using a, a order management, uh, order tracking system that incorporates a, a geofencing or GPS login. So you give the vendor a, a password and login for their tickets. They use an app or a website to log into those tickets. And from there, the customer can see when they're on site, when they logged in, that they are in fact there because they have GPS location. Um, and then logging out um, with, with uh, you have your, your times right there and then your resolutions or the follow-up that's needed um, instantaneously. And so it sounds like the key for Starlight product offerings have changed quite a bit based on these trends that you're seeing. I mean, I'm, I remember when we were pushing um, the Neon and the like TFT Octopus systems as a as a uh, cost savings, energy savings uh, versus versus LED. When I first started, um, the implementation of electronic transformers, um, and then the jump to, to LED was it's it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So, do you have any surprising facts about signs you can share? Because I'm sure there's a lot of interesting stuff you've picked up along the way. It, fr- from being uh, inexperienced and not knowing anything about signs. Um, I was actually surprised about how they were made, how they were, how they were lit. I was, as a layman, I always thought there was just like light bulbs in signs, either fluorescent or incandescent, just, Hey, just like you're screwing light bulbs that you put in your light sockets at home. Um, and come to find out it was neon. I mean, that's the last thing I thought would be in a, uh, illuminated wall sign, uh, when I first started here. So, I mean, to, to somebody that doesn't know anything about signs, there's, I, I mean, <laughs> we, can, we can probably talk for days about how signs are built, how they're put together, how they're lit. Um, like we were just talking about the changes in technology from 15 years ago um, to, to the digital, digital uh, reader board, full color HD LED signs now. The things you can do with them, and I mean, you go to you go to Vegas, and you're amazed by some of these buildings. That the entire side of the building is an LED display. That's a that's a sign. That's signs. You know, that's that's how far we've come from having you know an LED, you know, flashing like on and off to you could display your company logo on the side of your entire building and have video and play a, a football game on the side of your building. It's it's in- incredible what you can do with uh, LED technology this, these days. Yeah, that's pretty wild. The the LED displays like that. I personally hadn't even thought of that really as a sign until now. Um, wow, I, you kind of just blew my mind <laughs> framing it that way. 
For sure. I mean, I mean, being able to curve them around buildings and make them architectural and and there's there's signs out there that you wouldn't even know they were signs until they were turned on. Uh, the ability, even in simple signs, the ability to change colors, um, have RGB LEDs in signs and being able to adjust your, the color of your sign. So it might be white during the day and during Christmas, you could, one day it could be red, one day it could be green, one day it could be blue. Um, if obviously if that's allowable by, you know, city code or, or whatnot, but the infinite possibilities of having um, this new technology inside of a sign, um, it's, it's it's mind-boggling what you could probably possibly do if you had the, the the a little bit of thought put behind it. Do you feel like with all these changes to LED that the service time has gotten I don't know shorter, or do you think that it's about the same? It's oh, it's definitely shorter. Um, I mean, if you think about neon, even in its heyday, when there was neon vendors and um, and glass blowers uh, regularly available it would still be at least a few days to a week to have a replacement neon unit made um, if it was broken or, the, or gassed out. Um, uh, e- even transformers, so having a, having a neon transformer, I, I don't know if you've ever seen one, but they're, uh, imagine like an old school lunchbox or a small printer. Uh, they're about the size of that, but they probably weigh 20 or 30 pounds. So just a giant brick that weighs 20 or 30 pounds and having those on your truck. Um, same, same thing with when you go to look at uh, fluorescent lighting. So there's probably in signs and HO lighting, there's got to be 30 or 40 different types of just straight fluorescent lamps, um, like the ty- types of lamps that you you have in your overhead lights. Um, in signs, there's they go from, you know, 36 inches all the way up to 10 foot lamps, if you could imagine carrying a 10 foot lamp around with you. Um, so, and having all those different sizes readily available to change in a sign on a moment's notice, it's very rare that you would have the um, the right size lamp, let alone enough lamps to 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 repair a sign. So you'd have to either go to a specialty warehouse to go pick those up, or order them. And there's there's a turnaround time. And imagine 15 years ago, Amazon wasn't necessarily around. Uh, to get you stuff the next day. You're talking about weeks or two weeks lead time to get something shipped to you. So nowadays um, with LED, most of the stuff is interchangeable, even across manufacturers. So um, if you have a Sloan or a GE or a Principal or whatever the brand of, of LED you have, most of the drivers, that the power supplies, are compatible with each other. Um, as far as warranties, you'd want to replace with this, with the same stuff. But if you have uh, signs that are out of warranty, then you can um, replace one driver with another. So if you have a, a GE or X brand power supply and they're both 60 watt or 12 volt 60 watt power supplies, they're interchangeable. So most vendors, most most installers, repair guys, vendors, they have that stuff on their truck. So they have X power supply on their truck. It might not be the, the same one, but it's a compatible one. So they can get you at least up and running immediately and come back out with the correct one if you're under warranty at a later point in time, uh, possibly the next day. But even if you had to order stuff, most of the stuff you can get tomorrow. Like if I ordered it before three o'clock, I could have it tomorrow. So so the turnaround times are, are greatly improved. Um, with the, Just with LEDs, if, if I needed replacement modules, I don't have to wait a week for a neon unit. I could have those modules tomorrow. 
and, and have you repaired in, in uh, 24 to 36 hours. That's, that's not a problem. Okay, so at what point of the process when a customer comes in with an idea does maintenance and service jump in? Is it at the beginning? Is it later? Like, when do you talk to them about that? Um, t- typically, it's it's near the end of the process. So it, it's usually after the sign's in, been installed. So you're looking at um, your maintenance after the sign, um, any kind of warranty repairs uh, and such um, that you'd hope are few and far between. And then after after warranty periods, you're looking at maintenance on the back end. Um, what I've seen in the industry is that maintenance is usually an afterthought. It's it's uh, my sign broke, so now it needs to be fixed. And you don't really think about it as something to look at in the front, on the front end. Just off the top of my mind, I actually had a meeting with a customer yesterday and we were going through their spec sheets and I, I had asked them, I'm like, have you guys ever thought about how to maintain signs on the front end um, to make them more maintenance friendly and to make it cheaper for you guys to maintain them if they do fail for some reason. Um, I had I had mentioned that um, if you when you're doing new new buildings, um, the ability uh, the things you can do with LED now is you can put those power supplies in remote locations. You don't before with neon you had to have the power supplies or the transformers very close to the signs. They had to be within you know, four or five feet of wherever the LED is or the, the neon was. So now with LEDs and especially with the advent of uh, 24 volt LEDs is you can have those power supplies 100 feet away, 200 feet away. Um, don't quote me on that, but pretty far away where you can run your power supplies to a location that's accessible from the ground. Um, like so for any kind of location that has secure facilities like a bank or a jewelry store where you can't get to the back, the manager's office, because it's locked It's it's and it's a secure area uh, where normal people aren't allowed. Well, Rob, I had an excellent time talking to you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Well, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to kind of shed, shed some light on the maintenance and service of signs. I, I think a lot of people will be interested to hear the different aspects of, of what we do here. It's, it's kind of, you know, a, uh, a closely guarded secret, I, would, I should say. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, not, it's, it's one of those things that people don't think about. So but I, th- I think p- people find this industry, uh, the industry inter- interesting and what we do very inter- interesting. Yeah, I agree. They definitely will. So uh, thank you again for taking the time. All right. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening to today's Pro AV Podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. Make sure to leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Chris Reeves. Thanks for listening.